listening to So About That. Today, my co-host Claire and I are going to be talking about sustainability again, but this time we're going to be talking about ways that you can be saving energy while you're home. We hope you get a lot out of it and thanks for listening. All right, Claire, we're back again talking about sustainability, but this time we're going to shift our focus more to energy saving ways. So I have received a lot of emails about ways that I can save energy from the person or not person, I guess company that I get my electricity from because they recognize that most of us are at home now. Um, Some people may also be struggling to Afford. Afford, yeah. Utilities. Anything going on right now. So they're sending out a lot of great ideas. Um, What are some of the ways that you're saving energy, Claire? Well, Lindsay, um, so I have thought about this recently as well because I was like, wow, I am spending a lot of time in my home right now um, more than I usually am. Um, because I usually live at my job. Um, So we were talking earlier before we decided to record this podcast about living like a bat. Is that what you call it? (laughs) Vampire. 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 (laughs) Close. You nailed it, sweetie. Okay. Vampire living. I can't believe that. It is called vampire energy. Okay. 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 Vampire energy, everyone. But Claire now knows how to explain this. Yes. Okay. So Lindsay was saying vampire energy is when you unplug all unnecessary items that you aren't using. So this could be like your phone charger that you leave plugged in every night beside your bed. Um, lamps that you maybe normally don't turn on um, that you can unplug. If you leave coffee pot on all day with a burner, yeah. like just little things that you're not thinking about that you're not currently using that could be sucking up electricity. It's, it's And it's actually when you don't, it, it's when it isn't on that it is considered vampire. It's like it's a leech almost taking all your little electricity and you're not even noticing. Yes. So, <laughs> and I'm... <laughs> so glad it's bat energy now you know (laughs) yes and another idea that got brought up when Lindsay was telling me about this is especially working it from home during the day we can (laughs) have Lindsay's still laughing (laughs) anyways living uh working from home like being in your house right now doing classes online whatever it may be There is a lot of natural sunlight during the day. So if you have windows, opening up those windows, opening up the blinds, you actually don't even need to have your lights on in your house, which can also save you a lot of electricity. Um, So that's just another little tip I had. Absolutely. It's really easy to sit there all day with your, (laughs) as Claire just turns the light (laughs) off. As I turn the lights off. (laughs) I think that's being like, you have to be reasonable about it though. If you need the light, use it. But if you don't absolutely need it, just, you know, turn it off or kind of get comfortable letting your light. I know for me, I have a hard time if it's really dark in the room, not having light on because it hurts my eyes. But um, if the sun lights up, open your blinds and this points to the next point that you can open your windows right now if you are like me you may be struggling with 
what is the proper <laughs> proper temperature to set your thermostat at? Um, some people on warm days probably let the air condition just blast all day long, but that uses That's a me. lot of electricity. Uh, you don't necessarily need it. You know, you're at home all day, so you have like a plethora. Maybe I might have just made an assumption. Anyway, a lot more clothes available to you if you get hot that you can change or if you get cold, you can add like you you have more resources available to you to kind of change what you're wearing than you would if you were at the office. I know when we usually go into the office, I always bring a jacket just in case because the air conditioning is bumping. But um, when you're at home, if you can set it to a like, I don't know, I won't even give a suggestion like for a reasonable temperature, temperature. A reasonable temperature where it's not constantly turning on, then you're going to save more energy. Yeah. And the past two, uh, I would say like week, I guess, it's been pretty, not cold, but like chilly, chilly out. So I've actually had my windows open, which has been super cool. So I've been able to shut off everything and just have my windows open and yeah. it's felt great. If you do open your windows, you do want to set either turn it off or set it to – I don't think it's suggested for turning off, but if you just set it to a temperature where it's not going to, again, turn on and try to be heating or air conditioning the outdoors because that defeats the purpose, but feels nice. Let some nice fresh air into your house if you're sitting at your computer all day. Talking about your computer, another suggestion that my energy company sent me was to put your computers on sleep instead of screen save because it, while it, effective in preserving your computer monitor, screen savers require the same amount of energy as when a computer is in full use. I did not know that. I did not either until uh, this very second. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> I have a laptop that's pretty old. It requires that it be plugged in anytime I'm using it because the battery <laughs> will not hold any electricity <laughs> or energy. Um <laughs> So I'm really bad about or have been, but I'm changing my ways and closing the screen and just leaving it plugged in until I'm ready to use it again. So I'm trying not to do that. That requires me to be better about prepping for when I do have something that I need to jump on my computer for because it takes a second for it to warm back up or whatever. But um, last time, Claire, you were here, we talked a lot about reusable materials that people could switch to instead of using single-use things like even a cotton face swab. Yeah. Someone after our episode release came to me and they said, but what about like, does that defeat the purpose if you're offsetting everything with something that requires water and electricity usage to be washed? And I was like, hmm, great point. <laughs> I think what I, the, what I've come to from reading and talking to people is you you need to make sure that if it's something like if it's something you're wearing like you shouldn't be washing your jacket every time you wear it I don't no. think or there's things like Even that like jeans or like yeah a jacket you wear like you can wear that multiple times you can we're I confirming even just it. like <laughs> give it a sniff test air it Does out it like you know <laughs> no realistically if it if it's not getting like I don't know, unhygienic, is that how yeah. you would say it? Then yeah. you don't need to wash it every single time. And as far as other things, like if you were using washcloths or towels, just um, having a rag that is for specific things, like if you have a dish rag, don't use it for your counter or whatever, because then you're more likely to wash it. Whereas if it stays in its area, maybe it doesn't need it as much. Another thing is making sure that you're using a full load of laundry. Yes. Uh, don't I know like we grew, 
A lot of people separate their laundry. I don't. I, I think don't we either. talked about that. I just my mom would frown upon that though. Yeah. <laughs> my mom would also have frowned upon that. But it's, it's not if it's not gonna ruin the clothes, yeah. like if you're like scared like you're gonna make all your clothes like another color. I get that, like yeah. separate them. But I think white is what people are usually concerned yeah. with. But I think most of your whites could probably go with like your sheets or something. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, and setting your like my washing machine has a tap cold. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Like if people keep it at like hot water, like you don't need the hot water. Yeah. That well, it depends on what you're washing. If you're yeah, probably true. someone that's going out during this time, you may need to be washing your clothes yeah. in hot water. Uh, there's probably someone's probably listed like what temperatures to use for different reasons. But if it's just stuff you've been wearing around your house all day, like it doesn't need to be put in hot water. Yeah. Um, this one was super interesting to me. Didn't know this was an energy server. Apparently you need to cover liquids and wrap foods before putting them in the refrigerator because uncovered foods release moisture and force your appliances compressor to work harder. Whoa. I know. I would have never I mean, guessed that. I guess I usually do wrap foods though. Yeah, I'm trying like, to think of things that I wouldn't have. I mean, wrapped. I guess like, I set like, like a bowl grapes. of grapes in the yeah. fridge and I don't wrap them. I'm trying to think of other things that you wouldn't wrap though that I'm sure other people will immediately thought of something. Maybe I think like a tomato? Ma- or like uh, I if I cut it into a tomato though, I wrap it. So. I think liquids, like if you're making something in a pitcher, I know yeah. growing up my family always had like a pitcher of sweet tea oh yeah and oh you southern folk <laughs> oh yeah we're loving i actually don't like sweet tea i'm it's very unsouthern of me i know it but <laughs> just not something i'm into anyway that might be something to consider go open your fridge check it out is there something in there that needs to be wrapped up to save energy also it's probably going to make your refrigerator last longer if you own your refrigerator i don't own mine. yeah it maybe smell better i guess to an extent if you keep stuff wrapped absolutely i had a roommate one time who would always cut an onion and not Uh, wrap it up and every single time it would make my milk taste like onions i don't really drink or buy milk anymore but that was terrible to have a whole gallon of milk go bad to an onion Mm. made me think of napoleon dynamite um I don't know if you know the episode. I mean, this scene. He's like, this uh, this one tastes like a cow got into an onion field. <laughs> Accurate. Accurate. You've um, experienced it. I have. Other things, it, it, if you can't turn off your lights, if it's a possibility, maybe even switching your light bulbs to, what is it? better led lights that don't get as hot you can buy like energy saving light bulbs as well i that's me just uh that i've seen them out and about i have never purchased them or know the cost but i do know that they exist (laughs) they do yes i think most places if you're living in like an apartment are already using energy efficient lights i wouldn't assume that maybe you can reach out to um your office there and ask about it potentially uh i just also realized that one other way you can say vampire energy is apparently it's called phantom loads so it's Ooh. not you don't realize um and they are suggesting you can unplug or you can get smart power strips that you can just turn off so if you know it's something that oh, everybody's yeah. on the same little yeah. path if you don't want to have to remember to unplug maybe you'll remember better to just 
turn off the button Mm -hmm. because I know sometimes like wherever like if where I have my um phone charger plugged in is a very inconvenient spot to get to so I have to crawl under my desk so if you (laughs) if you have a power strip maybe you could set it somewhere where it's not as inconvenient um and then just press that button other things that we're doing so I'm sad I don't know if you're sad about this, but um, we're going to be indoors, I believe, for Earth Day for mo- most most yeah. of us. Um, but there are a lot of online places still trying to get people to think about the ways that they're they can be more sustainable. And one of them is let me just remember what this place is called: Sustainable Development Solutions Network. So they on Earth Day, which is April twenty second. I know you all already had it in your <laughs> calendar, and you're counting down the days. They are going to have a twenty four hour webinar that anyone can jump in on, and they're going to be sustainability professionals from all around the world on there talking about different sustainability initiatives pumped that sounds so cool i think it's gonna be awesome yeah. if you, i mean don't know if you want to challenge yourself to sit there and listen for 24 hours i would not <laughs> i actually yeah i can't <laughs> no don't do that uh but maybe there's something in there that pikes your interest that you could sit down and listen to for a little bit come back to it later whatever great learning experience especially for um like Lindsay and I, we try small little things to be sustainable, but there's always more you can learn. Always, always more you can learn. So very excited for that opportunity. Yeah. So you saying that you can learn more all the time. I always think about like where my sustainability journey really started was with my freshman roommate. This person was like just I always talked about them as if they were a fairy because I thought they were just magical. They I, they were just a genius. Like this person was already composting in our room, separating recycling bins. It just things that like growing up, I we just didn't do that. Yeah, I had a similar experience my freshman year. Um, a close fr- friend of mine that I met, she was kind of the same way. And she opened me up to like a lot of different things that I just had no idea about. Um, I never learned about them. I don't know. Like she went out of her way to learn about them. Um, and that's kind of like yeah. what I started to do to just research online, talk to her and then other people. Um, she got involved in like a student org on my undergrad campus and got more involved. Um, so just learning from her. I honestly owe a lot to her because she kind of pushed me in this direction. So, yeah. So if you know someone like that or you have suspicions about someone being a pretty sustainable person and you're interested, you should reach out to them. They love to talk about it. (laughs) Absolutely. Because they put like a lot of time and research into it. You know, like we love talking about our single use, not our switching from single use stories because it's been quite the experience. Uh Um, something else that you could do during that time is find out what they are advocating for. I know, again, that same roommate was really big into the Divest Coalition on our campus. Mm-hmm. Um, and at my undergrad university, I'm pretty sure that they have completely shifted from using coal energy or it's projected within the next 10 years to stop using it. Wow. Um, yeah, it's amazing. amazing yeah. It's It was, I think, easier for them in some regards because of their smaller school and most of their board was on board with it. But... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was something that I, I'd never heard about when I met them, and they really encouraged me to get into 
like reading about that kind of stuff. So while you're at home, maybe there is something that you can kind of write letters to your representatives about like, hey, this is what we want to see change. That might be a big step for some people, but at least getting conversation started about it is, I think, helpful. Yeah. So I would agree. Another thing that I'm really (laughs) excited about is ecochallenge.org is doing a 30-day Earth Day Eco Challenge. It's already April 3rd, so us getting this information to you is a little bit behind. It can be like a 27-day challenge for you. Um, They have a whole list of different challenges that you can get involved in. So basically, if you go to that website, they have it put out in like one is wildlife, one is freshwater, one is an action track building resilience. If you go to that website and you click on one of them, so like for instance, I'm going to click on fresh water to get you information about it. Then it comes up with different challenges that you can commit to for 30 days. So like one of them is dishwasher efficiency. Um, I will scrape rather than rinse dishes before loading into the dishwasher and only run the dishwasher when it's full. So that's a good one. Um, I live in a one bedroom apartment um, by myself and (laughs) my dishwasher is so cute. It's like mini. I don't know how else to describe it, but besides that it's mini. Um, so I always wait until it's full. Um, but I don't have that many dishes since I live by myself. So I'm always tempted to start the dishwasher without it being full. Um, but definitely I've tried more to, um, reuse dishes, you know, like if I use a fork for one meal, like I can use it when I eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, if you just rinse it off, you know, set it by your sink. Um, that way you're kind of saving, saving more water, more energy, you know? Yeah. (laughs) What all, all around, I think it's saving electricity and water and, if you're home by yourself and it's just you eating it, you can eat from the pot if you're going to eat all oh, of it. Oh, yeah. You don't this even need like to use sitting the down to the pot. <laughs> the pot of mac and cheese. <laughs> it's like it's like camping in your living room. You can just make set up like a I pretend, you know, fire mm-hmm. circle. Yeah. On your TV, you can like YouTube a fireplace. Scrackling <laughs> and be eating straight from the can mm-hmm. if you're really feeling it. Um, those are our, the guaranteed sustainable ways. Yes. (laughs) Um, so we've talked about a lot of ways that you can save energy during this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe some of you have been sitting at home wondering, how can I make an impact during this time? And we think we've discussed some really cool ways to do it. Yeah. So now I hope all of you out there will stop using bat energy. (laughs) (laughs) We mean vampire and phantom loads. (laughs) If you have any questions about this episode or topics, suggestions, or questions for future episodes, feel free to reach out to us on our Instagram at so underscore about that, our Facebook page, so about that, or our email, so about that 20 at gmail.com.